0: They could break here Chelsea, this could be the moment, Frank Lampard for Chelsea, it's Carvalho to his right, Lampard for the title, Lampard, it's 2-0, it's Chelsea's Championship, and 50 years of waiting have come to an end.
2: Lampard, comes out to Essien!
1: Oh my
0: goodness, it's a counter-attack, it's, counter it. it's drop-back. The- and now, get it in the middle. Drogba goes.
2: Stretch it, stretch it, it, mix it. How any do? Stretch it, Chelsea it, Strict 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 the it. Yeah. And oh. in the centre. It <laughs> boy just came to be playing with the boys who you get 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 it, it. He's
0: possibly bleak as
1: this. Hello and welcome to another episode of Chessy Hour. My name is Daniel Soft, and I am joined with Babs. What are you saying, Babs? I'm very,
0: very well. How are you doing, bro?
1: Very, very well. I'm good. Um, And then we've also got Shems. What are you saying, Shems? Yo, always good, man? Yeah, I don't know how to respond to that, but... <laughs> Shem didn't
0: even ask the question. You just said, yeah, what's I good. Don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, she-
1: she- she- he's excellent. tired of that, man. Yeah, kind of <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, obviously, it's Chelsea Hour. Um, it's good because for some reason, we're deep into the season, but I just feel like we haven't done many like pods that are just about reviews of games. But obviously, we've just played in the Champions League against Milan. This is the big one. We're in the group with Salzburg. Babs, who's the other team? Because I can't remember what that other team's name is. Dynamo Zagreb. Zagreb, not yeah. bad, but you know I'm saying AC Milan. When the draw was made, and this was our one, AC Milan's the big one. Obviously, the form has been bad. We were bottom of the table. Coming into the Milan game, I saw a lot of Chelsea fans. Almost, it seemed like they were excited that Leal was uh, was gonna bop us, tonali was gonna bop us, Benassir was gonna bop us. Obviously, like there's no spoilers. We won the game three-one, and we're gonna talk about it today. Um So. Coming into one, the one, game.
0: Do we consider
2: the goal?
1: 3-0, brother. 3-0.
0: <laughs> okay. That, let me that, get that, that that's how the... know, that's not used to, to us um, keeping clean sheets.
1: Cards of the table. Cards of the table. I was doing something else, so yeah, it was 3-0. Um, Babs and Shemi, you watched the game in full. I watched the highlights. Um, Babs, coming into the game, I know you actually watch AC Milan quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And and you you rate a lot of their players because I know that you talk about Kalulu, um, Tamori, um, Lao. It's, it's, it's Kalulu, but, you know,
0: Benacer, wow. Tenali. Those those are the main ones that I've been I've been fans mm-hmm. of.
1: And Leo, right? Yeah, you mentioned him. Yeah, of and, course, Leo, Of course, you, you really you really distance yourself from Tomori. You don't rate Tomori like that.
0: No, no, it's oh, not. I, I, I'm distancing myself <laughs> from. Him. I'm just saying like he's not he's not the guy that I, I really like talk about that much in terms of like the Milan boys, bro.
1: So, coming to this game, since you rate a few of the players and it seems like those players played, what did you think it might be a difficult uh day for Chelsea?
0: No, so um, before the game, I don't know if anybody's listening that's listening now, but we did a Patreon special, me and Shemi. And what yeah. we what, what we spoke about is the fact that for me, Milan's attack is quite blunt, but the main threat is Liao, you know, mm. th- and just the fact that um, Giroud is quite a, obviously um. Delivery, focus, delivery, heavy, like oriented. Just, to, just do to, like how where he's in his career, etc. So if he doesn't really have anybody providing for him, we should be okay. And that's pretty much how it worked out. And one thing that we did point out as well that their main strength is their midfield. You know, um, mm-hmm. Tanali and Benasset, and as we saw earlier when they were having their like, good spells, that's where they were causing actual problems for us. So it kind of like worked out how I expected. I, I did expect us to win the game pretty comfortably. So it was good to see that- us, you know, get the win at the end.
1: Half of me wants to ask the question. Half of me is like, go listen to the patron.
0: But I'm I want to ask the question. A... Ask a question.
1: On on the Patreon, did you um, make predictions?
0: I don't think we did. Did we, Shemme? Um oh, I remember. No, I remember no. saying that we
2: would beat Palace and AC Milan. Okay. But I don't All think right. I made a score prediction.
0: Yeah.
1: So sh- yeah. so Shemme, coming to you. How yeah, familiar you... No. Okay, cool. Shemmy coming to you. How familiar were you with AC Milan as like a team?
0: To be
2: honest, um I've only I only watched a few games of them in the Champions League. So I weren't familiar mm-hmm. with all their players. The only players mm-hmm. I was really familiar with was the bait ones like Liao, Juru, mm-hmm. and Tamori. But from the few like a couple of games I watched of them in the Champions League, um it felt like if if you could um numb the threat of Liao, then you'd be fine. uh it didn't mm-hmm. seem like they have too many um attacking threats to worry us, especially like under the bridge That um under the lights that for a bridge in the Champions League were yeah. usually quite good. But um, also, I, I think they also had a few injuries as well. I think they were missing their first choice fullbacks and the goalkeeper. But either way, um, I wasn't worried at all. Um, I thought we would win the game quite comfortably. comfortably. Do you know, that's what happened. Do
1: you know, what's interesting because obviously, it hasn't been plain sailing for us, even against the the, the smaller names, Zagreb, you know, mm. Salzburg. So, where did this confidence come from that we was able to, you know, get that win against Milan? Do
2: you know what? I think partly because we had to win as well. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's partly where it came from as well and just the fact that I feel like um, it was yeah I think that was mainly it just because we had to win and because it was under the lights kind of at Sanford I think we've produced quite a few um really good performances at mm. home um, I think you've um, I mentioned it on the Patreon but the Juventus game last season um was, yeah, was, did, was one, yeah, that 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 one that came to mind shots, yeah it seems like like a lot of the time when we're um, at, at, at home um, in the in the Champions League, we usually seem to deliver, especially when we need to. You know, there's, like I mentioned, like obviously crunch time knockout games, but there's also been big crunch time group games that we've delivered in as well in the past. Like I remember, um, were getting us through, um, a couple. So yeah, I think that was part of the reason as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just had a feeling, man. I didn't think you AC were going to come and and really trouble us like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and Babs, what about you?
0: Um, so mine was mainly similar to what Chairman um, just mentioned earlier. You know, heavily on the fact that. Their main left back was injured. Their goalkeeper was injured. It was something that I mentioned in the group chat quite a while ago that those guys were going to be out for a couple of weeks. So they're going to miss both legs. So if we can just get shots on target, that keeper there is not a good keeper at all. You know, so okay. we, we should be you know really testing him and getting a couple of goals in. So I thought that that was the main part for me. And similar to what Shemi said, it's just the fact that we had to win that game. So you know what? As a fan, you sometimes you you kind of have to make yourself have like blind hope. I guess you could say that's what I kind of had, you know, going into this game. That uh-huh. you know what, I just hope that we're gonna win the game. So I'm just gonna just go in and just be positive, which is a yeah, change yeah. for me, I guess what some would say.
1: Yeah, it's a change. It's a change. Stick to stick. For <laughs> <right. But to sighs> me, it's difficult. it was difficult for me to have conviction, just because Potter in the Champions League, it's new for him. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, not that he's gonna struggle, but. Because obviously Di Matteo in the Champions League it was new for him. Avram Grant in Champions League was new for him. So not necessarily that he's going to struggle, but it's just like sometimes you don't know. People can overcomplicate things. I, you just don't know. I don't know Porter in the Champions League. So obviously that is a little bit of a question mark. And then just in terms of the general feeling of Chelsea, especially when we concede, whenever that happens, I just don't know if like we get too down on ourselves. like The heads drop and then the crowd starts you know, creating this downward cycle of you know no hope or whatever and so for me I couldn't just go into the game having the conviction um it's interesting because uh Shemi you mentioned Champions League nights bringing it through I know that Ajax game it was a draw but similar to I, I felt at that game when I was watching it or I think I watched it because I wasn't watching it live but um yeah Champions, that, that there's still a little bit of that Chelsea Champions League dog you know, we still got that dog in us you know, a little bit of that so exactly. Yeah, maybe that pulled us through. So coming to the game, obviously lineups, um, everybody would have their own different ideas of who should start. One thing I did notice on the timeline when the lineup came out is that a lot of people were unhappy that Mount started. Um, Why are they surprised, number one? (laughs) like Why why are they surprised that Mount started? I didn't know that Mount's place was up for debate for this game. Why why do you think that a lot of people were so shocked that Mount started this match?
2: I mean, yeah, it's the same story every week. Um, they just don't ever really learn. Um, <laughs> I, I was actually kind of surprised because I, I thought Kai was injured. Um, sorry, I wasn't surprised because I thought Kai was injured. Um, he ended up coming on um, mm-hmm. in the second half, but I thought Kai was just out of it completely. But yeah, um, to answer your question, I actually don't know. Like, It's as if we they just never learn each week. Mount is someone that is a, he's a manager's favourite. Um, he's um, very flexible tactically. So even when he's not in the greatest of form, maybe he might be um, not putting up numbers um in a specific moment in time um the managers always inclined to kind of um go with him just because of his flexibility the fact that he couldn't i remember in the first champions league um, in Graham potter's first game he actually played him in midfield um, today he was a, um yesterday he was able to play him in a forward line um, so that little bit of flexibility that he's got obviously you know you're always going to get the intensity and you know the work rate off the ball so you know he's a, he's a dream for every manager so yeah, I don't know why they keep tricking themselves to think it might well be dropped um, if he's available. And yeah, so I I don't know why they were surprised. I, can't I lie. think, I
1: think so I think this game was different because mm. generally like when Mount's in the starting line, I don't see that kind of pushback. But this game, it seemed like there was a lot. Actually, it might be the fact that he hasn't scored uh, or assisted for ages. And I, I think I really hate this kind of reduction to... You've only performed if you've scored all your assists. Yeah. But, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Mount's been playing well enough to start. But Babs, why do you think that this particular game, because that's what I felt, this particular game, there was this like kind of whole surprise when they saw Mount on, on the team sheet.
0: I thought that was a surprise, but it's actually something that me and Shemi have touched upon on the Patreon special, whereby we spoke about the fact that would Mount start or not? And what we came to, 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 to the conclusion was that it was going to be down to Potter. Well,
1: yeah. wait, 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 wait. I feel like we're uh, giving too many spoilers from the, this patron, and I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to listen to it. But we okay. can cut that. Okay, so listeners, you,
0: you guys, you, you guys, to that and enjoy that. But we did speak upon that and just the fact that he yeah. is a player that you know he is he, a manager's favorite and he's been proven time and time again. So I, I'm not sure why people are are surprised at this hmm. point. But Hey, look, man. The, the, the kids are inevitable, you know. As as, as some people say, so for me, is a plus having him in, you know, because he's tactically flexible. You know, he helps us, you know, do so many things on the pitch. So I'm I'm never really going to complain about him starting, you know, a, a game for Chelsea. So that's that's me personally. But why I think people are surprised was just the fact that it's been a commu- it's been a cumulation. It's been a you know what I mean. It's it's been, a, it's been like a, yeah, it's been like a accumulation of like, poor performances. So. When yeah, that um, kind of stuff does happen, and you've seen and people have seen Pulisic come on, you know, and have a good cameo as yeah. per se, people are happy and they're like, okay, you know, what, maybe he's gonna start a game now. So I feel that like was that's kind of like it. what builds into it. That was know, definitely yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah
1: he, he was he
0: wasn't good against Palace. He yeah, went, I yeah.
1: saw I saw Pulisic um, fans disappointed that that didn't earn him a start. Hey, and tell it. that man, hold him,
0: man. Let, let, let me finish that sentence. Get, hurry on, man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued. <laughs> by <the end> of- <laughs> that's gonna go on the next Patreon But listen, <laughs> but listen, the thing is with Pudisic is for me the vibe that I've been getting for him and his whole camp is that he's off anyway. So I don't know. Even with players being in bad form, I don't know why we would prioritize trying to make the team work with someone that isn't going to be here long term. So that's kind of my viewpoint on the Pulisic thing. So it's interesting. Mount obviously was debated. Um, Oba started. Um, was any of you kind of expecting Broch to start, maybe, or maybe like a Kai? Or which? How did you feel about Oba starting again?
0: You know, I, I was happy you started. Yes, yeah. i was actually very, very happy. You started not because I'm a fan of him, but something that Dan's raised, you know, really well is the, is, the, is just the importance of continuity for a striker. Mm-hmm. and allowing them to play themselves into form, you know, and allowing themselves to have like a consistent run up top to, you know, build up an accumulation of performances and, and hopefully a goal. So, yeah. personally, I was, I was happy to see him start and um, try to build towards that. So, yeah. for me, I, I think it's actually a W having him, you know, playing up top. For that one. I, and I don't see any reason why bro deserves... To come in and just be, become a starter without earning it, you That's know what like, I'm saying? Just because yeah. you come from the academy doesn't mean you have like inherent rights, so you know, play for yeah. Chelsea. And know people yeah. are going to be like, Oh, well, I've seen, I thought you're the couple. No, I've got a bit of balance, like, and for me, I, I feel like it's important as fans to remember that at the end of the day, football is, is a profession, you know? like, you're not going to just get handed things, you know. Well, some people do get handed things, but you're not always going to get handed yeah. things that like, you know so easily.
2: Yeah, and, and just to add to that, um, I completely agree because I think coming off the back of his goal against Palace, which was a really really good goal by the way, um, and generally he had a, he had a pretty pretty good performance against Palace. Um, I think he, yeah, like you said, it's impo- important for strikers c- to have momentum and continue on their good form. And I actually think on the broader point, I actually think that what we have right now is actually kind of perfect in terms of um, we have two proper strikers, um, yeah. and they both bring two different things. So when was on the pitch, I feel like, you know, we've got, you know, that sharpness, that movement in behind um, and someone who's kind of, who's been there and done it. So he, he's very instinctive, very good instinctive striker because, he's, you know, he's he's been scoring goals for years. Um, and that, that showed, and especially in his Palace goal, um, just yeah. instincts, you know what I mean? Um, again, the goal yesterday, he knew where to be when James crossed it. And then when Breuer's on the pitch, we have that kind of like that physicality. Um, yeah. Someone who's very dogged He's going to, fight for those balls. We can probably go a little bit more direct when he's on the pitch. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, I actually like the situation we have right now. And it feels like we haven't had this in years where, where like, you know, um, I feel like we have two useful strikers who can actually mm-hmm. bring two different things, two good things. I think last year when we had Lukaku and Havertz, um, when Lukaku was on the pitch, it didn't always feel like he was, in, he was doing anything really or involved. Um, when Havertz was on the pitch, yeah, he was, he it was better, but um, it didn't feel like we had another option. But um, it feels like now, especially if Abba can continue his score, goal scoring form, it feels like we've got two proper options. Um, and I say that because um, I've I've not really got any doubts about Borya. I think um, he, there's, a, there's a there's a goal scorer there, especially like you know when he's, if he's just play from the start um, and get a, a proper minutes. Um, there's a goal scorer there, um, and I feel like his rotational um, his rotational role right now in terms of coming on, you know, last stages of games. Um, probably going to start like, the cup games and stuff, especially for his age. I feel like it's perfect right now. Um, yeah. But as you said, like, Aubameyang, I feel like, yeah, he should be the number one. Um, got another goal yesterday. And I think another thing that, sorry, just to be kind of on Aubameyang, he's actually yeah. kind of surprised me in terms of um, his hold-up play. Um, mm. The ball, like, the ball goes up to him. So in the, especially, so we saw it um, glimpses of it in the Palace game. Yeah. Um, and then we saw it more yesterday when the ball goes up to him and it's really sticking. And yeah. for someone who's so lean, um, it's kind of shocked me. I didn't feel like um, he had that to his game, um, but that's something I've observed over the last two games. The ball going up be stick is sticking, and he's also linking really well with Mason and Sterling. Um, you saw you saw that you saw the link up for Mason's disallowed goal, which was offside, um, mm-hmm. and I saw him link, link with Sterling a few times on the weekend against Palace. So he seems to kind of be forming some connections there, which is only really positive. So yeah, hopefully he can continue scoring as well.
1: Yeah, and I'll listen, I'll say just listening to you and Babs, I'm proud you're like the brochures of yard You know what I'm saying? I feel like you, you guys can do it yourself, but obviously I'm I'm not a Birmingham, the experienced guy. Um,
0: <laughs> what, what are you saying? The, the washed up guy, you know, yeah, you, you, you are yeah, going yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly,
1: exactly. You guys are taking us what no, what's interesting is I really like the dynamics when you said that we haven't had multiple options. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um I do agree with the Lukaku-Kai thing. I just feel like it wasn't good. But when we, I feel when we had Tammy, Giroud, Batshuayi, they're like at least three strikers. Like with Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz, like I, I say it all the time, like he played most of his youth and then in, in like Bayer Leverkusen, all in midfield and maybe attacking midfield. He It was learning as a striker. And then Lukaku, again, we had basically, it was just a midfielder that's trying, a project striker, and then Lukaku do you know what I'm saying, 100 million purchase. who, again, we've seen at Man United um, and other and a lot of other places like gets the hump, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but right now with having Oba and having Brojo, I kind of see it like when City had Aguero and Jesus. And I always think that's a kind of good situation where it's like a young buck that's kind of not necessarily had regular football yet that's trying to win his place and trying to like build his name and build his brand with like an older guy who you can kind of rely on. And I just feel like what Bab said before in terms of we don't have to force it. Do you know what I'm saying? We don't have to force it. Yeah, like, thanks. Let, when it comes down to it, if we play Broja and then all of a sudden he goes through a goal drought, which is kind of, he's never carried a team before. So it's not going to be a shocker. Like then everybody will start saying he's not good enough. He's not good enough. I think in that Tammy season, what I what I think Lampard should have done was he should have made Giroud the third first, first choice striker. Or like even Bats. I know people won't take it, but just not Tammy because then what happened was he made Tammy that first guy and then he wanted to bring someone else in. And then Tammy kind of went backwards because he wasn't starting, and that's why Tammy wanted to leave. But I feel like this is good. I don't think we should rush Brozier too much. Um and I think that it's good because I think he's come on. I think looking at um Obemiang, he's averaged like 60 minutes a game. So mm. he's averaged like 60 minutes a game and he scored two goals. And so like I feel like this can work well. You know, Honestly, mm-hmm. older, he can't play every single game, so Broja's gotta come in. But mm-hmm. um any other surprises in the lineup for you before we get into the meat of the game?
2: Um I I, I was a bit surprised to see Ruben. I was I, I didn't mind it, but I was a bit surprised. I thought Georgina would have slid. Yeah, um, but, uh, and I was also surprised to see Chihuahua. I thought Cagrello was going to come straight back
1: in, but uh, yeah, apart from that. But yeah, the Loftus-Cheek one's interesting because I can t- I've i been able to tell since Potter's come in, even though he hasn't always started, he's always got Ruben on. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's always been involved, so I can see that they rate him, and I think the last game, I think he subbed Jorginho, was there an injury? It looked like, I checked the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. he limped off it with a like injury. Yeah, it looked like yeah. it was an injury. So maybe it's just resting him, but I just feel like mm. there's trust for Ruben the cheek And yeah. it's, it's always good to see because I remember um, start of last season, I put up a Ruben the cheek on the Chessie uh, Hour and everyone was saying, oh, Ruben the cheek in 2021. And like, right now, no one complains. I feel like yeah, even... Yeah, after, mm. after his name was there, no one was saying, why is he there, etc. So it was good. Um, okay, so going into the game, Babs, do you want to give it a little summary? Because...
0: Um, so kicking off, uh, we did definitely start a bit slow, which, you know, it seems to be a bit of like a habit that we've seen to um, pick up of recent times, you know. But I don't know if it's complacency or just, you know, players still learning what Potter wants us to do or just it being a Chelsea thing at the moment, but it does seem as though we start a bit complacent and we allow our opponent to um, get in the game and really put their foot on it, you know, similar to what happened against Palace, whereby, you know, they had that early bit of pressure but at like the first 10, 20 minutes. They got their goal as well as their reward, you know. It kind of seems as though we've, we've allowed teams to do that a bit more this season. So, similar to that, you did see Tonali, you know, being able to put his foot on the ball, you know, being able to control the tempo of the game and, and and even, like, have AC Milan, you know, put, like, real pieces of, like, play together. And it was something that, obviously, you know, I, I don't know, I'm pretty sure a lot of fans weren't really expecting to happen, you know, so early on in the game, but it does seem to be a bit of a habit that we've made, but Obviously, apart from that, Leal did have um, an interesting start to the game. You know, he was going at, at um, James and Fofana, but they seemed to hold up pretty well, which is a good sign to see. And then we get the lucky goal, you know, from for Fofana, you know, his first Chelsea goal in the Champions League from a set piece. And from then, you, we did seem to become a bit more into the ascendancy. Um, one thing that I found interesting was at like, the midfield too. At first, it kind of felt as though like, Ruben was a bit scared to like show for the ball in the middle of the park. But as the game grew on, he did get a bit more com- comfortable in the game, and he was able to show a lot more promise. I felt Chilwa and Kula they were a bit shaky at the beginning, especially on the left-hand side. There was a bit of like an over-reliance on building up down the side of of, of James, which was something interesting. But I'm not sure what's going on on, on the left-hand side. But I definitely think that Chilwa shouldn't be rushed in because it's still been what like nearly nine plus months of him not playing football, you know, consistently. So. We definitely shouldn't be rushing him, you know, in coming back from an ACL injury. So, damn interesting to follow as well. But other than that, Tiago Silva, so- as per usual, you know, an absolute Rolls race. You know, Farn had a bit of like a a, a a mess, you know, the first half. And then you literally just see Tiago Silva just clean it up, like, with absolute ease. And right. that guy there, he, he's just he's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. Other than that, Rhys James, you know, as per usual, you know, you, you, you kind of run out of superlatives to use to describe it, wait, like, just, wait, no, Yeah, know, let, him he's 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 like, segment, like, let him have his segment. Let him have his segment. Okay, okay. Segment. I, I, I'm not going to go into it, but, you know, <laughs> you, there's just so many. There's just so much you can say yeah, about but the, the, the But Shemi, you, you wanted to come in. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to come for in on the Chilwell
2: point. Sorry, just quickly. I just wanted to say that Um, I think I don't... I agree with you in terms of rushing, but I feel like it's important to give him minutes. I just feel like it's important not to... Um, uh rush in terms of the judgment of him if that makes sense, not to write him yeah, off too yeah. soon. Cause I feel like yeah. the only way he's gonna get back to his best is if he plays. Do you get me? So um and I think Cucurella was actually ill. Um I know he's on the bench, but um yeah. I think you know I mean I feel like the only way he's gonna get back to his best is if he plays and we we actually allow him to play through the the rusty patch so that he can get back to his best form. Do you understand? So yeah, I feel like rude. um I feel like it's okay from now on to kind of play him. Um but I feel like we just in terms of the judgment, I feel
1: like that's where the, the well, Russian should should come. I think Chelsea fans are gonna especially they they're gonna do it. But what's interesting about Babs, what you were saying, is I saw a quote from Tanali this morning, and he was saying that Chelsea started with an extra gear compared to us and it was visible from the start. We need to use this experience and learn from it as an example for so many other matches. So Jimmy, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm not quite sure where you got that from because I feel like I feel like we weren't really at our best for like 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 Babs says up until for final scored, really. Um, I feel like our passer was quite sloppy. Um, and generally, like, we were we, we that game quite comfortably without playing to our potential best, in my opinion, like to how good yeah. we can really play. Um, I think Milan kind of helped us in a way because um, they didn't offer anything. And also, um, they were actually quite sloppy on the ball too. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think after that 30 minutes, we settled down and we actually started to kind of control the game a little bit more. I think Ruben got through some really good defensive work for a lot of the game Amazing. um yeah. i really I, re- I really liked the connection that james and sterling were kind of building up on that right hand side even though um i would prefer Sterling on the left hand side but i can kind of touch on that later um yeah. they, they 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 linked up really really well um and yeah i think overall it was pretty comfortable in the end i think for the second half especially it was very very comfortable we didn't actually have to get our second gear um but i i still feel like we can play a lot better than what we did yesterday even though we were good um, I still feel like there's still another level, another level to get to, um, just in terms of you know keeping the ball um, and making the passes actually stick. Because a lot of our play- passes were, were, were off. Um, some yeah. were going out out of the play. Some were you know just a bit wandered of the mark. Um, but I think going forward, as sorry as a positive, I think going forward was 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 good. I think um, in the first couple of games, so against. Um, in in Potter's first Champions League game uh, against Salzburg, and then the next game against uh, was it Palace? Yeah, I felt I still felt that we were missing um, the chemistry in attack, but yeah. I think yesterday um, there was a lot more positive signs. Like I alluded to earlier, Mbabiang um, was link play was was really good with um, with Mount and Sterling. You know, Mount as usual, he's a good link up man. Sterling as well, top player. You know. He knows how to link play so I feel like there was there was more positive signs in that regard going forward um yeah. but overall yeah good um, good result um but there's still probably another level to go I say
1: um and then yeah I I saw Sterling first half people complained that Sterling was wasteful I don't know what you think about that, Is that- um,
2: there was a chance when he ripped through on goal which yeah was a little bit wasteful but I think Sterling's overall play was good like when he was dropping deep um, he one thing he does really well he doing really well is like protecting the ball kind of like what Eden used to do where he would get the ball use his body and like draw a free kick which I thought was good um, yeah. I think yeah I, I kind of understood the frustration I think a couple of times in the box yesterday he was quite wasteful that's true but I don't think that um, I don't think that overshadowed his overall game because I think his overall game was actually pretty good in terms of anything yeah. else.
1: I think, so, yeah. so the reason I want to ask you about that um, and then Babs, you can come in after, is I feel like a lot of his games, he gets in the chances, but he doesn't necessarily score. And I think like we have to be a bit more, you know, realistic that just because he's in a good situation doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a goal. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like we need to celebrate the fact that Sterling is someone that seems to be getting in the chances regularly. They're not all going to go in. But obviously, because he gets in the chances regularly, hopefully one of them goes in or two of them goes in. Um, but yeah, so that's just kind of my thing on it. Because I saw, like, again, early on in the season, I was there and people complaining, complaining, complaining. And he scored a goal and it shut him up. But it shouldn't be that. I was listening to Touchy Gunas' pod and they were talking about how when Saliba scored an own goal, they started to chant his, like, that chant. Saliba, thing because they wanted to encourage him and they were comparing it with the atmosphere in the Emirates now saying that nothing would like that wouldn't happen two, three years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? They're saying that the general kind of atmosphere in the Emirates and like with Arsenal fans is that actually these players can make mistakes and it doesn't necessarily like they're allowed to, because again, they're humans. All these footballers are humans. Not everything's going to go right. And so that kind of helps them and emboldens the players because they can try things. And I just feel like at Chelsea, sometimes it can be a bit too moany, groany, let me attack this player, let me take that, that player, et cetera, et cetera. And I just feel like with Sterling, not everything's going to go in, but the fact that he's in and around the chances and he's scoring too, if it was a Werner thing where he's constantly in and around the chances and he's never scoring, I get but he's scoring too, I feel like we should allow some slack. Babs, what do you think?
0: No, I, th- I think you perfectly summed up. if just wanted to yeah. be... Um... I think it's interesting because when you, when you look at what Sterling is offering us, you know, as an as overall threat, you know, his ability to progress the ball is really to take as one, be one on, you know, just carrying it, being strong in duels, you know, not being easy to bully off the ball. I think there's so many positives that he adds, you know, in terms of his technical security going forward. So I'm not sure what fans want in particular, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like some fans, you know, still in, in that mindset of, you know, a lot of people didn't really want him in the first place. So it's kind of like... Mm. You know, you didn't want him in the first place, and now we confirmation bias. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Neither neither do I. Neither neither do
2: I. I I think what you said is so important, though, in in terms of like focusing on the positives and what he's bringing. Um, Because, like I said, even like when he's not even around the chances yet, like every game I've watched of him, his ability to secure the ball has been great, and use his body, Mm -hmm. his balance is amazing, strength. You know what I mean? Rarely getting dispossessed, um, winning free kicks. These things are important. Um, as well as putting up the numbers. He's actually got six goals, so it's four goals, two assists. Um uh, it's about what 10-11 games, something yeah. like that.
1: That's so, the type of that's the type of um numbers that our players usually get in a season, our attackers usually get in the season. Exactly Bro. the whole
2: season. <laughs> that's,
1: that's what we've been getting in over yeah. 38 games. But let's just do talk, what I mean? it continues. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? So,
2: like Sterling is actually he's doing he's more than doing his part, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, like I think anyone who who's watched Sterling over the years um, in the Premier League for Manchester City um, will know that yeah he has these games where you know in front of goal he might he might he might miss the odd um, really good chance that he should tuck or like you know he might have the odd game where he's not at his best but like so does everyone else do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day Sterling is still that guy do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's still still a top top player so I think yeah. fans just need to allow it and just appreciate what we
1: got. So, so in the attack we had or was it a two in attack? So it was ang Sterling, and he was the third guy?
0: Mount. Mount.
1: And Mount was the third. And Mount, the reaction that I've seen is that he didn't score and he didn't get assists, but everyone was happy with his performance. I even saw some of his biggest detractors saying, actually, he had a good performance. So, what did? tell me about Mount's performance.
0: I don't know, do you want to go Shemes or should, should I go first? You can go. Yeah, so I thought he started off a bit, um, shakily. I'm not sure if, like, it's... The nerves that I've kind of, kind of like, started to build up with him, you know, in terms of the fact that you know he hasn't really gotten on the score sheet this season as, as of yet. So I'm, I'm not sure what was happening there. So like, there was a bit of times where like he'd have like a really nice piece of play where by like, he'd get past a man or here or there and he'd just slip, and you kind of see that it was kind of like playing on his mind. But when he started to simplify his game, you know, hold up possession well, you know, spread out play, help us progress play, it seemed to be a whole lot better. And he was offering a, quite a good outlet um, for Chua to be able to like play. And one thing that um, I actually wanted to touch upon that we've seen a lot more under Potter is, you know, switches of play. And that's one thing that Matt was doing quite a bit whereby he was switching the plane to Reese, and he had a lot of space to be able to run into and create chances. And yeah, that, that was a positive. I don't think it was his best of games, but I don't think it was by, by anywhere near as bad as what we saw in some other games. But I do definitely think that there's definitely a level for him that he still needs to reach. And I definitely think that there probably is some space for him to, you know, be taken away from the limelight, you know, have a couple of games where he's rested a bit and having other players, you know, come in and try and make a stake for the team. But personally, for me, I thought he had a strong game. I yeah. thought it was really good in possession. I don't I don't think it was wasteful at all, which was a good thing to see. And yeah, hopefully this is like the start of something positive for him. Yeah. Uh Shem?
2: What yeah, yeah, I agree. I think um he was he contributed well to the team. Um everything that was good about the team. I think against Palace he was a bit um what's I'm looking for? A bit rushed, a bit mm-hmm. rash. you know, trying to force things a little bit, um, especially in the round the box. But I think again yesterday against Milan, it was a completely different game. He was a lot more measured, um, a lot better, got his head up a lot. Um, and yeah, it was very, very secure in possession, didn't waste it, like Bab said. Um, overall, yeah, solid game, solid game. I think um, good platform to kind of build on, considering he's not been in good form. So hopefully, like from next game onwards, he can he can continue that. Um, cool. So yeah,
1: and then and then I did watch the highlights, and um, you mentioned Fofana's goal was a little bit lucky, but it, there was three corners back. to back. Yeah, yeah,
2: I
0: was thinking that as well. Yeah, I don't think it was lucky. <laughs> I, I was
1: don't think know. it was lucky. Yeah, no, no, no.
0: no, no I'm, like not, not, I'm, about, I'm not like, I'm talking about not talking about like the. That, the that, that, it was a bit of like oh, a the way it broke to him. A, yeah, exactly. Like I, I know mm, we d- we did put a lot of pressure on them, and funny enough, me, me and my friends were watching the game, and mm. it, it kind of got sport sport for us. We, like like a notification, but yeah, and obviously because we were a couple seconds behind, it was like one called him, another call, another call. It was yeah, like yeah. okay, all to Tiago. The
1: Pardon? All to Thiago Silva. Chilwell. it was Chilwa taking all of them, right? And it finding Thiago Silva.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So we were putting pressure on them. Like, I'm not saying that th- that was lucky, but I'm talking about like yeah, the, the way the ball broke to him.
1: Yeah. And then I, I talked about Fofana because I wanted to touch on the injury. So it looks like all the reports are saying it's four weeks. It's not going to be a long one. It was mm-hmm. moving before that. It might be a long one. But how was he before the injury?
2: Yeah. You, he was. He was fine. Um, I think Fofana's had, actually had a really solid start to his career. I think mm-hmm. the two games on the two who he played. Um, I know we lost one of them against Zag Zagreb and then mm-hmm. beat West Ham. I think there were solid games for him. And then even yeah. yesterday. Um it's funny because yesterday they were um Koulibaly saw most of had to do most of the defending yeah. um for the for the most part actually in that first half. There wasn't there was nothing really going down. Actually no, Liao did go at him a couple like once, or was that when Chalabar was on? I can't remember. But it didn't seem like Everfan had to do that much defending um yeah. until we got injured. It, it was when Chalabar came on, that's when they started to kind of Go down that left hand side, um, from what I can remember, but uh, yeah, he was good, he was good overall on the ball, and I think he's he's had a quite he's quietly gone about his business very well for Chelsea in yeah. his first few games, so yeah, it's a little it's a shame about the injury to be honest, because I think he was he was building really well, really well, but um, yeah, hopefully Chaloba can come
1: in, um, yeah, exactly, and
2: it's show himself. And Ch- Chaloba was fantastic yesterday, by the way,
1: yeah, so that's what I was going to go into next, and then perhaps you can start with it. Well, obviously, there's an injury, but. Like, I'm a fan of Chalabot. I think that, yeah. again, last season, I think that it was his debut season in the Premier League. For a player that came on preseason. nobody necessarily expected to be in the squad. He was fantastic. Do you know what I'm saying? And, I, again, players aren't robots. Most players don't sustain form across the whole season. Chalabot didn't too. Do you know what I'm saying? But I think that he's a quality player. And the responses from what I've seen is he reminded people of how good he was yesterday. Is that fair to say?
0: Um, yeah, but I don't think he's been as bad as a lot of people have, have been saying personally. And I just think it just took a, a bit of reminding against top-level opposition for people to, you know, really put respect on his name. And I'm really happy for him, you know, to be able to get opportunity yesterday under the bright lights, you know, because you know what they say that, you know, everybody watches the Champions League. So when you have a good game in the, in the, in the UCL, it kind of like remains in people's heads. It's like the neutral. So him mm-hmm. getting that kind of performance is always going to be good for his stock going forward. So it was really, really good for me to see, and just in terms of like how sharp he was, like it's like you said, Dan, him having his first season and being so such a good performance, such a consistent performer in my in my opinion. Like I know a lot of people say he had like lows, but for me, I still think it was a a strong, consistent season. You know, because that's his first season in the Premier League his first season at a top-level team and it's like a 50, 60 million pound player. A lot of people have been like, okay, you know, this is an amazing season that we, we, we're gonna have, we going to have because we give him a lot of time, you know, gonna allow him to, I have to allow him to develop, but I feel like there's a bit of like a bias because obviously he's not really like this shiny new toy for people, you know, he's not like fresh a fresh face academy player, you know, he's coming in at like 16, 17, so like there's not as much hype, but mm. You literally saw it in his game yesterday. Like for me personally, I think he's our second or third best ball playing centre back in terms of his ability to carry the ball and play the ball. Like wow. he's he's just honestly so good, you know, in 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 that regard. And I really just wonder why people don't respect him as much. But hopefully they they start to do because you literally saw. From when Arna came off I and mean, when he came on, there was no drop in quality at all. At all. Not there was all. absolutely zero drop in quality. You know, you saw a, a lot of assurance and confidence from a guy who's, you know, he's been he's been going back at fans, you know, on social media. So you can kind of see that it's you can see that it's, it's definitely playing playing on him, you know. On his yeah,
2: fans. because like because yeah, when you think about it, sorry to cut you, like Chalabar, Yet yeah, last season, I don't think we didn't lose a game when Chalabar played. Not, and that's not I don't think that's not a coincidence. When I, you look at, I still don't think we've lost the game we've been playing. Exactly. When you look at our best period um on the tool call, like that that autumn period, like October, November, Chalobah was playing every single game and we weren't conceding goals. Do you know what I mean? He and he was actually actively contributing to how he played in terms of like you mentioned, his ball play, he's so comfortable on the ball, he can bring the ball, he can um, progress it, dribbling. His passing is super underrated as well. Mm, super man. underrated. I've seen him switch play. Um, from his side of the pitch to the other, effortlessly, I think because obviously he used to be, um, he's by trade, he's a midfielder, right? Um, so he's got so much quality, and especially against quick wingers like a layout, Marne, you know, them guys there. I know Diaz, he played him against Diaz in the League Cup. Um, and I think he held his own, even though he had a couple of points, beat him. Agreed, but when you've got Ch- Chalaba, has got he's very quick and very athletic. So, yeah. on that side, if we have a uh, if we're coming up against a fast wide player, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of not worried, do you know what I mean? Because I know yeah. he's got the capabilities to deal with it. Um, there's so, no way. All I'm saying is that the you've done okay so far, but if, if I see Aspi, I'm gonna be fuming because there's no uh, way Aspi should, should be playing over. Him. Well, the no good
1: way. thing is so Aspi was Aspi on the bench yesterday, yeah. He was on the bench, so it so yeah. yeah. so so was the a good point.
0: sign that he came on over him. Could yeah. Say, exactly, yeah, it's,
1: yeah, and so. <laughs> Shammy was warning Potter. I'm just saying. I'm just I saying. Know, I know. I know. I know.
0: Because <laughs> this boy deserves to play. That
1: was right. like taken the for a bit. You know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm gonna you. But uh, the the thing is with um is it, I think it was Tuchel cool driven. Aspi stayed. So it. I don't think Potter owes Aspi anything. So Potter has the freedom to do what he wants. And I'm glad they went with Trevor over for but then I want to talk about Tomori because obviously Tamori's is another defender here. And we got to see Champions League highest level, a lot of young Cobham talent playing. Tamori, one of them. Um, so Trevor Chalabar, Tomori. I know Tomori has been kind of seen as, you know, one of the, the elite centre-backs for England. Everybody's saying that he should be playing for England. I uh, Just like, without any bias, who do you think is the best centre-back, Trevor or Tomori?
2: Oh, it's hard, you know, because the thing is, um I think one thing is what, I've um, my my viewing of Chalabar in the back four has been limited. Mm. Um So it's kind of hard to judge because I feel like they kind of play two different roles. But from what I've seen, uh, I uh, I think some of Chelsea days, like Tomori, I rate Tomori really, really So it, it's hard for me to say Chalabar. I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. I will right, we'll come, come back, back to you. Yeah, I don't know. I need, sorry. I
0: need to ask. <laughs> yeah, but God, you guys. Yeah, similar to Shem's. What the way the best way I'm going to be able to summarize it is when I was watching Tomori play for us. Yes, he had good moments, but I still there was still moments where I was a bit worried, you know, and, and a yeah. bit like like okay, he has some shaky moments. But with Chalabar, yeah, he's had those moments, but I don't I think they've been a bit more few and far between. Agreed yeah. with Shem is in the fact that you know we haven't seen him in the in the back four, but I don't think you have to put that much weight in into formations. In, in in that sense, but I I feel like are two centre backs were like they have different strengths, if so that makes sense. Whereas I, I feel yeah. like with Tomori, he's more like a traditional centre back. Like, I feel like he's not your your ball player uh, as per se. He's more like you know one v one duels. You know he's gonna mm. win his duels. You know and actually like just dominate you as as a as a centre back. Whereas I feel like with Chalbaud, yeah, he can do that, but a lot of what you see, of him, a lot of the quality you're gonna get him is his, him breaking lines you know, via carrying the ball and you know, offering what you do on the ball with his passing and just being in, just being a lot more forward thinking in, in that regard. So it's a bit hard to um compare them, but I, I feel I like it'll you. be I feel like it'll I, be harsh I, for me to say in one way. But for me personally, I, I'm I'm happy with Chalabar over, over I, yeah. okay. it's definitely so, close.
2: It's definitely close. I
0: think yeah. on the I think on the ball
2: I
1: don't think I don't I think know I don't know if there's a
0: composition on the ball. I yeah, think on the, there's the there's ball Chalabar. I'm going
1: with Chalabar. Okay. But Jamie, you just mentioned um, as part of the kind of arsenal of what Trevor has to offer, you talked about him against fast swingers in that yes. one on one thing. And then Babs was just talk about, oh, yeah, but Tomori's one of those ones where actually you use him against fast wingers. So both of them in them regards, that's something that's a comparable. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for me, I'll just say it. I'll say my piece. All right. I've seen from what I've seen of Tomori, obviously, at Chelsea, it's not like he's been bad, but Trevor. Since he came in on the two call, all of those games he was playing, I haven't seen that level of consistency from Tomori. I just haven't. Um when Tomori was playing with Rudiger sometimes and then Zuma sometimes with Lampard, yeah, he played well. But I just feel like um Tomori again, when you look at the full kind of like arsenal that he brings in terms of I think defending like both of them have mistakes. And uh, both of them have have shown mistakes. But I, I agree with Babs in terms of I think it took a while for those mistakes to come in for um Chalaba because at first he was just solid, he was just solid for ages. Um, and I'm not even just talking on the ball and in attacking, like defensively, he was holding his own against good wingers too. So for me, and obviously, he's got a height and the aerial stuff too. So for me, like it's a no brainer. Like, I know, like, for me, it's a no brainer. Like, if you're, if you're ask me, Trevor or Tamori, I'm took, I'm freaking Trevor.
2: Just quickly, I want to to just quickly ask you something. Because obviously, I know what you said um, about consistency, level of consistency you've seen from and Tamori. I was going to ask, do you think Tamori had the same opportunity to show that level of consistency? Because obviously, Chalabon basically played the whole season quite consistently. Uh, Tamori played maybe two months and then got dusted. Do
1: you know what it is? Tamori, what I'll say is that Tamori, Lampard gave Tamori a chance to come in. He did. And so, like, where it was like at first, it was kind of similar situations because Tomori came up from Derby. It was like, is he going on loan? Then all of a sudden, he's staying, so he's going to get opportunities. And I think the difference is with Chalabar. Whenever, as soon as he got his opportunities, it looked like he belonged, and like it looked like a no-brainer—you have to play him compared to to, uh, Tomori. So, like, ever since that preseason when Trevor started to play, it was like, rah, this is this is a high level. And then you just had to... Con- and if he didn't play him, then it was like, what are you doing? You have to play him. And I think with Tomori, it didn't get to that level where it's like, oh, you have... Well, to be fair, he. Had- I remember that Liverpool game where... Um, he came oh, off the bench Off,
2: Yeah, at having Bridge.
1: That was a high level performance, but I'm saying like... High, high level. The fact that I can remember that specific game, I think with Tomori, he put a chain of those type of games together. Um, so f- for me anyway, it's a no-brainer, Trevor. But uh, obviously, it's not saying that Tomori's rubbish. But when Tomori's getting put up for the English one, I feel like Trevor should be. Obviously, he's not starting yet. But I feel like if Trevor was playing regularly, then I think he can make it through. But that's that's enough on, on the Tomori Trevor thing. Um, just talk about Kulibali because I saw it in the group chat. Um, Babs, you were saying that he was. Um, he started off shaky and you mentioned it in your summary. But then I meant Mead said during the game that he brought it back. And I think Jay said it too. He brought it back, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so what's your thoughts on Bally after seeing, obviously, the full game? Um, I think Potter and Bally have referenced the point that he needs to adapt um, and he hasn't been playing. So this is the first game under Potter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. And and the, the rustiness must have shown at the beginning of the game. But then it seemed like he um, kind of grew into the game. Is that is that how you'd
0: describe it? Um, I guess so. I don't think he had, like, a extremely like impressive performance for me personally. It wasn't, like, a performance, but I was like, oh, my God. I, I, okay, now I can see where the quality is. I still think there's a, a, a long way for him to go in terms of, like, being that top-level setup for us that we've seen with Rudiger. But I think a lot of that was also the fact that Milan kind of grew out in the game, so he wasn't really being as tested as much. So there wasn't really as much for him to do. But, we will definitely, hopefully, see a lot more from him going forward. But it's not really... I don't really think he was, like, a thing of, like, he upped the level like, like that. I feel like he started the game very shakily. And, like, the nerves kind of settled down. And I mean, from then, the tide of what Milan were offering, it kind of dropped off. And not just that, but... You know, when you look at Milan's right-hand side, they had a centre-mid playing right wing Kredic. And Dest wasn't really offering much, you know, down that side. So it wasn't really like he was being tested as much. And I definitely yeah. think going into the season, we'll have to see a lot more from from him for us before we can say okay, yeah, we're we're good to go now but that's just me personally
2: I I personally think he was just eager to impress the manager Mm. Um, because um, what we were seeing yesterday um, we hadn't seen from him in these first couple games, so I I can remember the Everton and and Tottenham games particularly were very impressive Um, and I feel like yesterday yesterday on top of the fact that obviously you know he he hadn't played for a while and obviously the first game on the match i feel like he was just over eager to impress like in the first few minutes he was like engaging um very quickly and giving away fouls um so yeah i think i think that's kind of what it is what what it was sorry um but yeah i think he's still got a bit of convincing to do but um I, i do believe in him in terms of um what he what i've seen you know he 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 seems like he's a very good defender. Like and on the ball, he's amazing. Like his yes. passing's amazing. Um. Yes. So yeah, I feel I feel like he's definitely got to be played a bit more from now on.
0: UEFA Champions League football is streaming on Paramount Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every game from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more in football's biggest club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time and extra time and stream every match of UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+.
2: Give him more minutes so that he can kind of um, show a bit more what he can do, Um, yeah.
1: but yeah. Okay, all right. And then I guess going into the midfield, so we had uh, Kovacic and Ruben Loftus-Cheek in midfield against Tonali and Benazir. Now, it seems like a ch- lot of Chelsea fans, not just Babs, starting to grow into like these two players. There's always these debates about the pivot and how our pivot's not good enough and we need these new players, etc., etc um i saw I saw the response after the game from one of the big kind of Chelsea influencers. He was like saying that they were perfect Tonali and Bennessaire um so my question to you is, I know Babs you said they kind of started off well, and then maybe Chelsea grew into the game Tonali said that actually from gear one, Chelsea was another level, but in terms of the midfield battle, Shems, I'll come to you um is it that our midfield or maybe just our general play made? Those two look bad because it seems like the viewing after the game, a lot of Chelsea fans don't seem as impressed with those two. What, no. as in, they as in don't stuff. seem as impressed
2: with RLC and Kovacic?
1: No, as, in, as in the AC Milan and the. And oh, okay. Thank those, you. Yeah, like, we, did, we, we did so well, we made them look, look bad. I don't know. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I think that's definitely what it was. I think um, Ruben, especially, definitely dominated in there. Um, like I said, with his defensive work. Um, and we kind of just overpowered them. Um it reminds me of like, you know, back in the day when we had like S C N and like I like in there, it was just very physical Lampard, mm-hmm. just overpower teams in the middle. Um, I feel like I get that kind of vibe, like when we have like Ruben and like someone else in there, like we can be very physical and just like out muscle um teams in the middle. Uh, but I thought like that's kind of what happened yesterday. Um we were very, very dominant, very strong um in jewels and and all of that. So yeah, I think it was definitely just the two um Ruben and Kovacic being on their game. I think Ruben was 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 clearly better. Kovacic was was good, but not as you know. Still not back to the Kovacic of last season, but he was he was he was pretty good. But I think yeah. Ruben was 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 a dominant one for sure.
1: And and so before going to Babs, if Ruben played so well, what does that mean for Ruben? Do you feel like because central midfield that's his position? Um, there has been questions in the past about defensively, but from what you're saying, that it was a defensively a really good performance. Mm. So. Do you want to see him um start him for us?
2: Um to be honest with you I'm happy with with the role he has now like that rotational role. I feel like it's perfect for him. Okay. Um
1: why not start? Though? Why not start if he if he shines more than Kovacic?
2: Um what well, you no, just the reason why just long term I just feel like Kante and Georgina are just better op- options. It's nothing to do okay. with him really. Um I just mm-hmm. feel like when when we play like if we need to play like I don't know Champions League final tomorrow my go to is Kante and Jorginho, do you
1: know what i mean well, kante, um, we might as well talk about the kante thing now because kante mm. allegedly
0: let's say, let's finish on the midfield first let's finish on the midfield first okay perhaps, no, you
1: take over you host <laughs> 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 oh,
0: daniel too funny man, <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> <host>. <laughs> No, no, but yeah, for, for me personally, I don't think Kovacic had the best of games, but I think one thing that Ruben did really well was just, you know, being dominant in his duels, similar to what Shem said, so that's definitely, like, a good weapon to have in the middle of the park, whereby we're not the most physical of midfielders, and when, when we don't have Kante, we're not really as combative, so having, like, a Ruben there is, is definitely a good offering. I think he can definitely be a star at the moment with um, Kante and Jorginho out injured, but I'm not sure if long-term I'd want him as my star in midfielder, but... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely good to see him, you know, being confident in his play, and um, just being a lot more like actual, actually confident in his physical ability, especially if that makes sense. Because there was a bit of a while wow whereby like you can kind of see like he didn't want to go into into duels as much. He wasn't really like engaging with that opposition, etc. So seeing him doing that a lot more now is definitely a positive to see, and hopefully it carries on for the long term future.
1: Where do you rank uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek? Obviously, World Cups coming up. Some people might say he has an outside chance. When we're looking at midfield for England, obviously Phillips went to Man City. Might have been a bad move for him because he's not playing now. Southgate might just trust in these dogs, and he might bring Phillips anyway. But
0: yeah, Southgate definitely will, will do
1: it. I think so. Right, but sometimes like you become what are they unavoidable, un- unignorable? You know what I'm saying? And, and
0: mm. undeniable, less,
1: undeniable. That's this is what I'm, this way should host, but. <laughs> with them... Bellingham obviously is shining. Um, so he's gonna be there. But with Ruby Lost, I'm just trying to think. In terms of people players that play in the pivot, because obviously mm. play a pivot, how many English players can you think of that are better than him as a pivot player?
2: I can't lie, they're not they're not that many. I can't lie to you. If you're talking about in the deeper position, there aren't that many still. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about.
2: There really isn't. <laughs> I think well, it's a cool. better option. I think it's a better option than Henson. Okay. Um, and I think he has um, some qualities that Rice doesn't have, so I'm not gonna lie to you. I think he would he would, he would, would give England something, yeah. I, I'm not him? sure if go, would I take him, yeah, absolutely. I would, absolutely. Okay. I'm not sure if him and Bellingham would work. I feel like him and Rice would make more sense. Um, mm. I feel like him and Bellingham are kind of similar, but I'd have to watch Bellingham a bit more. Mm. But I absolutely take him, mm. I can't lie to mm. you, Babs. What are
0: you thinking? Um, would I take him? It's a bit weird. How many midfielders go? Because I know it's obviously the five at the back, so it's not really as many midfielders. But he's definitely nowhere near like my options in terms of like who I would bring going forward to the midfield. But who, who's there? It's Rice right, and kidding, Benham, really. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but like for, for me, I don't see. It's like okay, I'm gonna take deep washing I'm gonna take. I'm just picking about like, overall midfielders. So overall, hey, let's
1: midfielders. not overcomplicate it, Babs. All right, take back to the double pivot. How many players? <laughs>
0: Dan, I mean, how many
1: English players do you think are definitely better than RLC in the pivot? That's all I'm asking. I'm
0: to, I'm to, uh, I, have to, I have to have a list of English like players. That is, that's, that, that's it.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, so that's what I'm trying to say. This is an RLC board. But do you know what? Okay, so RLC had a great game. Um, pivot done well. Kovacic, I saw a lot of people saying he's not back to his best. Um, let's talk about, is it time to talk about Reese James?
0: Yeah, no, why not?
1: Shemmy, um, I feel like it's
0: time to start reshims every week, man. This this guy is doing something new every week, man. Do we need a Do we need a segment? I feel like we
1: need
0: a All right, we, we, it may just have to be called, become become James hour from now on. <laughs>
1: Reece James hour, not that James hour. We don't have to copy over his name, but if you do give it to us, then maybe we'll think about it. But what's um what was I gonna say again? Tiago Silva after the match, and I remember when William was doing a stream, and they was asking. Them him about young Chelsea players, and he was like Reese James, Reese James. Like he was like, there's a few players, but Reese James, Thiago Silva. After the match, he was talking to the Brazilian press, and he was saying that he could be one of the best right backs in the world. Like I can't remember if he said ever or in the world, but it was just high praise. And Thiago it was, Silva, it was,
0: it was definitely ever because he's already one of the best in the world.
1: OK, let's not, let's not, let's not big him up too much.
0: Let's not go... Oh, <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, listen, man, he's already I top can. three. Let's, let's be serious. He's already can, top
1: three. OK, let's just calm down now at the same time. But, Thiago Silva, so like, what I'm saying is, even like, you know, the Real Madrid players after the game, they singled him out. I'm talking about in the Champions League. um, Was it last season and stuff like that? Yeah. But, um, yeah, Reese James is... And like, obviously, Trent is coming in for criticism, et cetera, et cetera. But so the performance, I didn't see the performance. Obviously, he scored the goal. Um, but talk to me about the performance. Educate me, please, somebody.
2: You know what? I think um Rio, Rio's analysis after the game was spot on because he he kept it objective. Um, because what what he said was what actually happened. So obviously in the first half, there was like the first couple of times Leao got the ball, um, he he let James know that he's he's active. Do you know what I mean? Um I wouldn't say he necessarily took it past him on any of the occasions um he, he some people
0: definitely
2: was, got past him a couple of times was, was but there was what i don't know because anyway i'm not going to get into technicalities, technicalities um but yeah he got past him a couple of times and let james know that he's in for a little bit in for a game and then um second half james just said you know what i'm going to be mad aggressive um and every time Leo got the ball james on him just winning it off aggressively um and literally just completely nullifying him out of the game um and i think on top of that um he then went to contribute you know um assisted for has scored a fantastic goal into the top corner. Um and I think it's just like it's just typical Reece James. He showed yesterday that he's a solid defender and he's just as good going forward. He's got he's he's the complete right back in terms of like he doesn't have any n- next to zero deficiencies in terms of, you know, um weaknesses in his game. Um very very strong defensively. Liao could you could not influence the game. Um, and I think with Reese James, he's literally solidifying himself right now. And I think what was interesting is that um, when he scored his goal, um, like there was a moment where the camera kind of went up to him, and he was like kind of like nodding his head, like very confidently. And to me, I don't know if anyone else has done this, but to me, is it felt it feels as if Reese James is is starting to kind of recognize himself that he's that guy in that position. Do you know what I mean? It seems like he knows it himself. Even the tweet um, on Saturday about Palak- Palak and Zaha, like. I don't know, some people may call it arrogant, but I feel like it's just him. He just knows that he's he's yes. he knows that right now he is the top right back in the country and one of the top right backs in the world. Um, and I think that confidence is just oozing out of him, of him every single game. And yeah. literally, the, tra- the trajectory he's on right now is is so so high that it's scary to, to think about that. The fact he's only 22 now, if he can continue on that trajectory, where he can reach to is actually scary to think about but um I, I feel like the confidence is oozing out of him he, and he's starting to know to un- recognize himself that you know he's one of one of if not the best right backs um in the world definitely the best right back in the country um and yeah like that can only be good for us because you know what it, he's just confident mad mad confident right now
1: yeah the cha- i was going to say this the champions league lights suit him i don't know what it is about champions league but oh, it, there's a different aura that kind of descends you know you know you know
0: Said that there's a glow, there's
1: a mist, it's got a, there's a glow. Do you know what I'm saying? And it suits him. And where Shami talks about the kind of cockiness and arrogance after scoring, I remember he had that same thing after Ajax. Do you remember when he scored at Ajax? Goal? Yeah, he had it, he had it. That, there. And remember the Ube goal as
0: well.
2: The, yeah. The, the yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm saying the exactly. Ube
1: goal goes well. But this is this is what I'm saying: the Champions League night suits him. Like the best players, they even kind of go up to a whole new level on these big nights and for i know that people talk about it's a right, right. he is playing right wing back we do have to be honest so he does have a little bit more liberties to get forward and back as to the wing back role but yeah like he's definitely a cog going both ways like and one thing that i noticed as well is that in the champions league maybe because i'm thinking about Reece James obviously we've seen him do bits in the premier league but i just feel like i'm seeing him in the champions league you know kind of shine a lot and I think maybe it's just because there's more space because Premier League teams they don't back themselves etc etc but when you're playing against AC Milan they're gonna you know obviously like Italian teams were known for being defensive but this AC Milan team seems progressive and that kind of might leave space Um and so maybe we'll see an, an even better like maybe Rhys James on the Champions League would get to see more of his attacking Capability as well because there's just more space for him to get in those areas to cause damage i don't know if you have any takes on that i
0: think think that's actually a very good observation the the games are a lot more open that even though they're they're a lot more like tactically detailed there's definitely a lot more space for players to show their quality in in that regard and i feel like a lot of it as well it it feels like the Champions. there's a lot more like 1v1 duels if that makes sense i don't know if that like you you see a lot more like narratives and battles and Mm -hmm. the fact that you will see like the, the big striker going up against like the the, the centre backs like Diaz versus Benzema last season, or like or Vinicius versus Rich um, James, James yeah. Vinicius, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you, you kind of see those a, a lot more in, in my opinion in the Champions League. Whereas I feel like in the Prem, I feel like it's what you just said. There, like I feel like not that there's a lot more to like riding on it, but there kind of is. You know, in terms of like the whole relegation and all about. Yeah. So I feel like I I, I definitely get what, you, what you're saying in that regard, and yeah, yeah. We, we may just see more from going forward. You know, in the Champions League, so it would definitely be interesting to follow and. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What about, okay, so I know that Babs, you're a massive Leal fan, but if you never watched him, and this is going to be the same for you, Shems, off of the back of last night alone, because I've seen, obviously, that run that he did, but then everyone was saying, apart from that, he did nothing. Um, So just if you were to come across this player based off of just last night alone, would you f- be thinking, actually, this is a player that Chelsea should sign? So we'll start with you, Shems
2: yeah I would even though it was only a couple of glimpses you can see the threat that he carries um and i think there's 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 kind of context in terms of why it was only a couple of times and i feel like it's just genuinely because um number one milan was just was just really bad and mm-hmm. number two um we actually had uh, we we managed to kind of nullify him like out of the game in terms of keeping the ball and milan couldn't really build anything um yeah. but yeah the, in the glimpses that he had the ball it, I think it was clear. It was so clear that this guy is a dangerous, dangerous player. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, to, to answer your question, yes, it, it would be um, a player that I would be like, oh, yeah, let's get him, if that was the first time ooh, I watched Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, ooh. yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Babs, uh, yesterday was the first time you saw this player play. You didn't even recognise the name. Off, mm. of, uh, off of yesterday's performance, would you be like, yeah, let's go get that guy?
0: Hey, listen. If yesterday was the first time, because today was the first time. If I was a blind man, I'd still be saying this. Yes. <laughs> like that, 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 I I feel like there's just so much superstar potential that you you can see from him. You know, like I was speaking to uh, one one of my um, you know, if Chelsea our friends you know in, in, in Jermaine, and he he mentioned. I remember we, we've been going back and forth about Leon. I've been mm-hmm. like, trust me, this is the guy. And He was like, perhaps I, like, I didn't know he can dribble like this in, in tight spaces, and <laughs> I feel like there, there was so many space. There was so many like glimpses of like quality that you got to see yeah. from him. You there there know, is that one that game like. like oh, sorry. sorry, 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 going I was going to say oh. yesterday, There was so many glimpses that you could see you know, in terms like his actual qualities on the ball. You know his ability to like deaccelerate. You mm-hmm. know, just like have this like flair, which just like gets fans off their seats. I feel like it's just there's yeah. so many qualities that he has that are just priceless.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you know what it was, uh, Shims, You can come in later, but I, I remember Sam from Chelsea Hour. I'm, I'm saying your name, name dropping you, but I remember he was saying. Ah, he can't do what he's doing in Serie A to the the Premier League because there's loads of space and etc. etc. because of the Lukaku thing, Serie A attacks. But what I saw of that run that he does that in Serie A, and yeah, me and Sam have been going back and forth. and He was saying, Oh, yeah, Serie A attacks, that's the reason why, etc. etc. But a lot of people say actually it's more tactically difficult as for attackers in Serie A. And what layout showed yesterday is sometimes people, I know like, I think sometimes people get lazy and people get maybe a little bit arrogant as well. And I think that run alone, cause it was strength too. It was strength. It was quick feet.
2: Mm. You
1: know what I'm saying? It was mm-hmm. acceleration. And it was, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, Everyone saw that and said, "Oh yeah, because of Syria." are uh, but I think he showed that actually, no, he can probably be nah, yeah. in the Premier League too. He can, he can yeah. definitely do it in the Prem, definitely. And, 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 and,
0: for, and for me, you know, as, as, as someone that's watching, I feel like there's there's, there's, there's a level that he's going to reach if he comes to the Prem. If that makes sense, like, I, I just feel like mm. Sorry, sometimes competition. What, what we'll do? Nah. I, I, I think you're gonna be able to reach that Mbappe higher level. Whoa, man. I'm, say, I'm saying i it probably. I don't care. I, I'm saying oh, it probably. I wow. think you can reach that kind of I level. Of I'm of proud of Babs because Babs. I feel you like you can reach that kind of level. Babs doesn't like to put his name to anything, so <laughs> Mbappe, I feel what he what can definitely, whole definitely. Whole definitely, whole definitely, whole definitely whole just, whole just, in terms like just the electricity in the way he plays, his confidence. I just feel like there's just so many, so many qualities that he has. You know what's so funny about layout?
1: You know what's so funny about Leo? I remember watching. Um, was it Lil? Uh, was Lil, it?
0: yes. He had a he had a run at striker.
1: But I remember watching Lil for Pepe, and both of them looked very similar because, like, this is before Leo had the dreads and all the you know the shitlocks and stuff like that. Oh yeah, so- short
0: hair. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and so both. Of- and I remember I was watching Lil for Pepe because obviously, like, he had been scoring goals, so I wanted to see his player. And then. I I remember whenever I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, he is cold. And it was like, oh no, that's Leo. Oh yeah, he is cold. And that's Leo. And I was thinking, hmm, this this layout actually looks good. But then obviously Pepe was getting a lot of the goals. Listen, a lot of them was pens anyway. But I think it's crazy because I I literally remember watching Lil for Pepe and then being impressed with the Layout one. But I didn't know if he was young or old or whatever. Um and then to see like where he's gone now. He does look like he is a top talent. Um and he's scoring goals, he's got he's got the strength. I think the strength has helped him too, because yeah, comparing nice Yeah, comparing like he looks taller, bigger, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Um I feel like a lot of with Chelsea fans, once they see a player against them, that's when they all get on the bandwagon. So I think a lot of Chelsea fans will back it now anyway. Uh, um, I think
2: sorry, just quickly just on the other I think yeah. he can definitely um I think he's definitely got world class potential. I'm not sure if he's going to be in back at level, but I think he's definitely got world class potential and he put up a good amount of numbers in the Prem. Um, but one thing I did want to say before my big business then I don't know, um, is that obviously it looks like Chelsea are kind of got in um, in Um, in Kunku, um mm. but obviously Chelsea fans still want Liao. and I was mm. just thinking like how do people think that's going to work um right. obviously Sterling's still here and, and and I think we we kind of need to be careful um as as we've been saying um about the numbers um of having too many bodies to fit in and stuff um because in in Kunku yesterday he, he looked fantastic i can't lie to you he looked fantastic watched
1: the full game you watched the full game
2: i watched um the second half and he looked he, he looked fantastic so did
1: he, did he look better than Léo? yes yes he did he did yeah but who did they play against
2: of course, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, they
1: play against Celtic. So <laughs> like,
0: but,
1: right. but, you asked me a question I asked, didn't it? But anyway, yeah, no, but no, I'm is... a bit aggressive. I've got a bit aggressive, my bad. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, on like, like, yeah. you,
0: you can feel the it's pressure. Slimy. It's slimy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just
1: I'm just
2: intrigued to how Chelsea fans think that would work. Like
1: no, it is interesting. It is interesting. I feel like this is why we it has to be like there has to be planning. It's interesting because it seemed like the Nkunko thing was kind of like sorted in the two court era. And not only has Potter come in, but he's brought in his guys too. And it seems like we're getting a director of football too. So it's like this Nkunku thing, does it make sense to just wait before we actually sign on the dotted line to kind of figure out? Because essentially what will happen across the season is we will hopefully find out some players that we can rely on. And then, like, let's say Aubameyang this season scores like 22 goals, right? And when they were brought on Kunku. But then you know, you're also getting like, it'll be a mess. Do you know what I'm saying? So I agree with Shems, not in terms of, because I think, listen, I think if we could get Leal even early, I think we can get him. Because there's been too many occasions where I've seen where kind of people talk themselves out of things. I remember with Benga at the time, it's like, no, we got Sesk. That, that's why we can't go for Modric. And then Sesk runs off to Barcelona and leaves, you know, Arsenal in the lurch. And I feel like, um, I think if you can get an amazing player, if you believe this player can be world-class and better than a lot of your attackers, then you bring them in. But I also think in that same regard, then you have to look at your attack and say, okay, that means these players have to leave. I think you have to have conviction and you can't just power and create a mess. Um, so I'm I'm for bringing players in, but at the same time, you have to have the conviction and then tell other players to go because you can't just have seven, eight players. Um, so with that being said, is there anything else we have to cover before we end Chelsea hour?
0: Um. Obviously, you know. I guess we've got the Milan second leg, you know, next week, and then we've got Wolves mm-hmm. on Saturday, and Wolves have a potential new manager. bounce, so, I guess that'll be interesting to see because I, I feel like our last couple of games against Wolves have been there've been a lot of draws. From are, are we at home or anywhere. are
1: we away? Or we're probably we're well, well at home. We are at home, but.
0: You know, it doesn't seem that that's really made an an, an effect on us <laughs> this this season. But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But yeah, I thought like Wall should be a good game. They're a team that struggled to score, so it'll be a good test because even though they do struggle to score, they they have been a bit solid defensively. So it'll be interesting to see how we do against them. But then obviously the Milan game. They've got that's good players,
1: really They've got they've got Diego Costa as well, which is mm, not good. Mm. Had a good cameo last I week. don't think. It... Wait,
0: did Costa play last week?
1: Yeah, he came yeah. on and yeah. then yeah. he. He came up on himself, yeah, you know that you
0: know like Ian Wright meme, like, I didn't know you yeah, were like, still
1: alive. But, but also, when you watch him play, he looked like a danger. Yeah. I know, like, in everybody's head that he's done, but no, he looked like a danger. And Wolves are a good team, and then he looked like, Yeah, this is what they've been missing. And he's a mm-hmm. house, and mm-hmm. he's gonna be against Chelsea too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, imagine
0: him against Tiago Silva.
1: Oh, uh, Tiago Silva, we didn't touch on Tiago Silva, but Tiago Silva, I know Babs, you said it a little bit, but Tiago Silva. Too elite, too elite. Best in the I just, time. yeah. And and the, the, the funny thing is, obviously, Tuchel brought him in. You said best center back in the Prem. I feel like sometimes, because this whole Van Dyke, etc., I feel like he's shown levels to Van Dyke. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he, even, if, even Van Dyke's piece, I'm sorry. I think he's shown levels because the way the concentration in his game and just the eliteness in everything he does. But anyway. What was I saying again? What was I saying? What was, let me try and find my train of Talk
0: about Thiago Silva. You were, you were, you were, you were, you were eulogising for a second. Yeah.
1: But it's obviously Thiago Silva versus Diego Costa. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we need Thiago Silva there because Diego Costa is a menace and it's going to be against Chelsea. So, yeah, Wolves is going to be an interesting one. I think Wolves are a good team. And obviously, um, I don't know if they're going to have their new manager in, but they've got a lot of players that can hurt us. Um, But, yeah, I guess we, we can end there. Uh, thank you Babs and Shems for carrying it because I didn't get to watch the game in full thank you Chelsea our listeners for listening and as you always do share it with a friend and we will be back, back next week Peace.
0: So, so He's uh, to find a way through! That through. Know, oh, that is magnificent!
2: Magical you, that is from Edin just
1: Brilliant run by Edna! Oh, that is absolutely you,
2: that phenomenal! You, that M1. That's more like Kante. Oh. They do friends on Twitter and ranting. Doing the most. true say that money is power, so when you get money, keep fighting and ghost. Ghost. I remember when I shot my shot, but I didn't have Gop, so I hit the post. But
1: next time, it's a golden goal. And it- Sports Social Podcast Network.